Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. Welcome back to the Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here. And today we're going to talk about selling with process, selling with success, and scaling your business actually with, uh, with less strife with one of the experts in this, Mandy Ellison. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Ian. Uh, and Mandy is, she's a founder of Hands Off CEO, <laughs> and she's helping scale consulting agencies. You know, if you're a consultant, it's tough to scale uh, because you're doing service. And we're going to talk about that today. One of my favorite thought, thought, topics, obviously success stories, but also process, because I think selling with, not having a process for selling, but having a proven process, a client success map that she's going to talk about is super important. But before we get started, Mandy, let's talk a little bit about you. Tell me a little bit about how you got to here. Well, I got to here. Well, that's probably a longer story than we want to talk about today. and maybe a little bit boring too, but I uh, had my own agency and I, it pretty much blew up in my face right when I was eight and a half months pregnant. And when I was trying to have the kind of freedom that I had created for myself when I managed a company before, and I couldn't quite make this work for my own company as it was growing as my husband was in this graduate medical program and my body was just like shutting down. It was kind of an awful place to be. And I really came to this work of being a hands-off CEO, teaching that by utterly failing at my first company and trying to, to step out of it. Where were you failing? You say you're failing. And I mean, and, and so, we all, I think we've all been there. If you've been in business long enough, you know that feeling of your body and everything you're talking about. I don't right. know the feeling, obviously, of being pregnant. But the rest of that, I know. <laughs> yeah. Where so actually, yeah, where was I failing? So I, um, the, where I was failing was actually the company was growing and it was actually at a peak that it was at the highest peak it had ever been. I had team at this point and we had gotten to a place where I couldn't do it all on my own. And I needed to wrap up projects before the, the um, before my, my baby was coming basically. And I couldn't do it. My team dropped off the face of the earth as I was trying to wrap these things up and I just couldn't make this, all the pieces fit together in the same way that I had done in my previous company. And I later on realized and found out that there was a key piece missing. And it was that, well, I had to actually have a way of being able to scale this, this business. And what I later realized was that I was not delivering big enough results for my clients for me to even for me to be able to to um, charge high enough price points for me to be able to hire the right people to be able to do the work and to be able to free me up so that I could have actually had a very profitable maternity leave and instead I had to shut down the business for a while and it was it was a great lesson that is a, it's an interesting but very subtle point because we all think it's just we need more clients instead of thinking about charging more and we think everyone wants more leads right and they don't think about that, what you're talking about, charging more, getting their clients bigger results. Um, when did you come to that realist? I mean, how did you solve that point then after right. you came back? I think that the, the, the full realization of what was missing around the pricing and around the outcomes, and like I, I kind of felt it. 
it was something that I really felt and, but I hadn't quite really understood this until I started supporting a lot of other entrepreneurs in being able to overcome this. So I actually first started with, you know, what would it take to be able to get you out of the day-to-day in the business? I, and I, I had learned this successfully in a different company that I had managed and I had gotten myself out of it. And I, I had learned how to streamline the, the, the profit margins. I learned how to be able to make the business be so streamlined and increase the profits, but that was a property management company. So that, that is, it's not, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles that you have with the high-end service that is completely dependent on the, the owner of the business, the founder. Yes, yes, yes. And so what is the key then? I mean, obviously there's a lot to it. Otherwise you wouldn't have a business, but what is, what have you found is the key to like the first step to moving from the stressed out low pay to finding the results, getting the results and creating that roadmap, which you do have a roadmap. Let's talk right. about that real quick. Uh, handsoffceo.com slash roadmap. And I'm sure you'll get into that right now. What's on there? <laughs> well, um, one of the biggest things is that so many people when they're when they're looking at scaling is they're like, okay, I just need to build more systems. I just need to build more systems. Now, here's the problem is, is if you could just go out and build more systems, like all these operations experts will tell you to do. And I've been there myself. I've been that operations expert who said this before. But what you'll find is that there's not enough profit margin to actually pull it all off with the service. So what ends up happening is the CEO still gets pulled into the day-to-day on all these pieces. And it it comes in one of two flavors. One of them is they're not delivering enough value. So they have a very low value commoditized service that, that the CEO has to work like a dog trying to sell because nobody really wants to buy it. It's not that valuable. And the, the price point's so low and the, the margins are so low. Or they're on the side of selling something high value, high price point, but they go and sell it. And then the client says, well, you know, we want you to do all the work. So even when they have all the team, they still like, the, the, the client is still wanting to pull them into it because they know that the highest likelihood of them getting results is if the owner is actually in there hands-on with the service. And so how do you overcome that? (laughs) Well, how you overcome that is instead of trying to scale activities, like most experts will just say that you need to, it's like the e-myth model. You just need to scale the activities and the, and you, then you can hire someone off of the street to do the work. Now, here's the Mm -hmm. thing is that works great. If you're, um, if you have a hamburger shop or a pie shop, like those are the examples, right? Yeah. Doesn't work so well when you're actually delivering really high end high valuable services like I and like your company does, right? Yeah. You guys have really incredible results with your video marketing case studies and, and all of the marketing and, and tying that all in together. I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces to that, right? Mm-hmm. You can't go and charge a low price, a really low price point and then, then, and then expect to be able to deliver those kind of services, right? Sorry, those kind of outcomes. No, I agree. Uh, you know, it's funny, you talk about e-myth too. And because I, I feel like it's so many people get hooked on e-myth and it actually is, bad for their business. I think you're, you're getting there where it's like, right. it's set, you know, they're, they're so like trying to figure out even because it, it is a great story, but I don't, I think there's a lot of stuff in there. Like you're saying that is missing or is even wrong that could hurt businesses. Yeah. It, it's not necessarily that it's wrong. It's just that it is missing a massive component of it for it to work, to scale high ticket services 
without diluting the quality. And I would say the same thing with some of the other books like Scaling Up and Traction. Those are really great models and I'm not criticizing them at all. But if you don't do this first piece around looking at, this is the outcome that we're going to be creating. This is the one type of client you're going to create this outcome for. And this is the problem that we're solving for them so that you can create those case studies around those the client and the problem. Then you can share all of those, those success stories within that context of the marketing lands. And so, and you talk about success stories, obviously we love video case stories. How do you go about like, you know, where are you using these success stories in this growth process? Tell me a little bit about that. So where are we using it for our clients or where are we using it for ourselves? Just for your clients, how are, how are your clients using it? How are your clients okay. using the success stories? Because I mean, obviously it attracts people, but you know, and, and but you've okay. used it in a lot of different places too, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we do with our clients when we first bring them in is that a lot of times they think, well, you know, I have a capacity issue or some of them know they need more sales, right? But they're looking at this and saying, well, we got to solve this. So, well, you know, actually, usually when they have capacity issues, it's usually because the offer is, um, is not really built to scale. It's not built to have enough value to be able to make it a high enough price point and enough profit. I, I, I'm beating the same drum here, but I'm getting to a point here. So um, what we need to be, what we, we do is we look at what is the biggest outcome you can create under the most ideal circumstances. We look at what is that big outcome and, and we really challenge our clients to go for a million dollar outcome for their clients. Mm-hmm. And for some of our clients, that's a stretch, but I know that if they have generated case studies, at least half a uh, half a million dollar case studies they can do a million dollar case studies. If you if you have generated $100,000 case studies, then you should be able to generate two or $500,000 case studies. So the, so for, for listeners that are that, that are listening to this, that's a good barometer for you to be looking at how you can push the outcomes. So we wanna look at the outcome. We wanna look at that client type and we wanna look at the problem that they have. That's the formula, the power of ones formula. So then we're gonna be look, looking at that and saying for this outcome for, this client. So, you know, one of our clients, Jamie, they actually, this is a little more expansive one, but they, they generate 10, $10 million of new growth for beauty, beauty and skincare companies within three years. So wow. they have an affiliate marketing agency that can do that. Now, so how do they actually do that? So this is where you go in and you look at what are the actual steps that are going to take to get that. And usually it's around four or five steps. And um, where most people think is like, well, we're just going to give them the steps and we're going to do the steps, but this is going back to scaling activities. Here's your thing is your client doesn't, doesn't want to go through some in-depth analysis. They don't want the client personas. They don't want, we're going to go and spend $5,000 in ad spend here. They want to know what they're, what are they going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. So and I'm getting to the video case stories, I promise. No, no, I, I see so, where you're going. <laughs> so so we're, we're taking the outcome and then we're working backwards and say, what are the, like the mini milestones that we are going to be getting mm-hmm. along the way to get to this? Now we take all this and we, you know, we, we attach a promise to it. It could be in 12 months. It could be in, in uh, two years. It could be in three years, whatever that is, whatever is going to suit the, the, uh, the target market and the problem that you're solving and to, to get this expansive outcome. And so for some of our clients, their outcome is like adding $100,000 in net profit or something in the year. You know, like yeah. there's, there's, there's lots of different ones. Every, we've never had one, uh, one client success map that has looked the same. 
all of them have different, despite us having a very formulaic way of doing it, it helps them actually create six-figure offers out of this. So we guarantee that they at least double their price point, the very least, many of them up to 10X their price point, And many of them are at, have six-figure offers that they're actually, you know, year-long retainer offers with their clients. You know, and, and that's, I mean, that's amazing. First of all, figuring, obviously 10Xing is amazing, but figuring out offers because I, you know, I want to get back to like where you use the case stories along there because I, I like the idea of the right. milestones, right? But this is such an important point because there's so many people that don't have a clear offer. I see this over and over and over again. And, and all the marketing in the world isn't going to help you without a clear offer, is it? No, it's not. And a lot of times people will try to solve this by saying, well, I'm not making enough sales. I'm going to hire a salesperson, which is the worst thing to do. Because without a clear offer, how what are they supposed to sell? Yeah, but anyway... You're right. Without a clear offer, then you're just showing up for a sales call and saying, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to solve whatever problem you have. Certainly that's not a bad place to start out. That's not a bad place to get started in your business, right? But if you yeah. really want to be seen as the industry leader, if you want to be the best in your field, if you want to be creating six, if you want to be being charging hundred thousand dollars or more for your services, you've got to be the expert. You've got to be the, you've got to show your client that you understand their problem better than anyone else. And that you're going to actually give them what they want. You're not just, you're not just going to say, Hey, I'm going to run this campaign for you. Fingers crossed. Hope it works out. You're actually saying we're going to partner with you and we're going to actually develop this to give you this outcome in this specified amount of time. And that specificity is what makes the difference between, you know, those people that make these big claims and they're, they're blowing a lot of smoke versus people who can actually back it up. Yep. And that's what that client success map is. And then do you want me to go more into how you actually use these success stories and videos? Yeah. Yeah. How would you use it? Because right. I mean, how would you use it along the way in the success map and even operationally? Right. Yeah. So how we would use this and how we do use this is that each one of those milestones, like, so, so first of all, some clients are lucky enough that they have a full example of like, we added $10 million in three years. Like they can show all these videos of the full completed process. Amazing. There's a video you use, right? Yeah. But a lot of times you're going to, you might be piecing it a little bit together. Mm -hmm. So the opportunity here is like, if let's say that there are four or five steps when you're making bold claims, you've got to back it up. Yep. So if each one of these milestones, it has a little milestone, you can have a video for each one of those milestones. Yes. And that's so important too, because the, those milestones about the process, you're not just selling an outcome that I think that's where people get, you know, the testimonials, like I made a million dollars. Like, well, right. how did that work? Is that going to work right. for me? And, and exactly. showing those milestones is so important because yes, people, are, like you said, people are looking at the end result, but then they're like, how do I get there? How well, is it going to be? And here's the thing is that I think there is a lot of value for the, I made a million dollars type of outcomes to, to draw in people mm -hmm. now but that but like you're saying that's not going to actually sell them on it because they will say well you know what i don't i can't do that maybe he can but i can't unless they can really relate to the story and say oh i yeah i've been there i remember mm -hmm. being I, it, or more likely it's um i'm there right now yeah this person is this person has been where i want to be yep yeah and i mean like you said the problems knowing the problems is is more important i think than knowing the outcomes they want. Like you're saying. I would agree. I would actually agree with that. The outcomes are really helpful in outbound sales. 
it's, it's very helpful to be able to have something that is so valuable that they're like, they, they listen and like, Oh wait, what's that? Like, for example, you listen to me drop the, the six figure deals, like a hundred thousand dollar offers. So few consultants or agencies are able to ever do that. So when someone hears that, and if it's something that they want, they're like, Oh, I want to hear more from that. But unless I can back this up and actually talk through it in a way, then sharing case studies with it, nobody's going to believe me. Yep. And I think that's where those case studies come in, where they can actually hear, oh yeah, that's me. That's that's exactly me. I want to be like Jamie. So yeah. did that answer your question about- Oh yeah, no. I mean, I think, because that's an important question because people always ask also, when do I ask for them? And I'm like, if you have these milestones, you should be asking in all these milestones how people are doing, right? And should, should be talking to your, your clients about how they're doing at each milestone. Yeah. That was a real eye-opening uh, moment when you shared that with me last week when we were talking. I'm like, oh my gosh, we should be doing that every milestone. We're not. Oh. And um, you need to have a, a formalized process for how you do that. Yeah, it's it, it's so important because, and you know, it helps you also discover what the problem is at the milestone, you know, and talking to them as well as what the benefit is. I've found that so many times. Like I found benefits in, in little parts of what we do that I never thought were benefits because we're always selling the solution. It can help you improve your process. But speaking of that process, what are the keys to a high quality success map? I mean, what are, you know, is there a certain number of steps? How far apart are the steps? One of the keys is that you want to be able to generate an ROI as quickly as possible. That's ideal. But here's the thing is, is that some services, maybe they're multiple year long services because if you're solving the problem of a really long pipe, uh, like a long sales pipeline, and if their sales cycle is, let's say, so they have a 14 month sales cycle, they're not going to see an ROI working with you in the first year. So yep. we had we had a client, Peter, that ran into this, and they were they were doing um, sales and business development for a specific type of company, and their sales cycles could be multiple years. So how do you be able to communicate that you're being successful earlier on so that the client doesn't get halfway through, not get a return on investment and, and not stick it out and not follow through to get the result. And I think that's the biggest problem that we see with service companies not getting the kind of case studies that they actually can because they are going, they, they are appeasing to the whims of their prospects who say, well, you know what? let's just try this out for a month or three months or six months. Like, no, you like, if you're allowing your clients to set your terms for how you're working together, then you're not going to have that good results because you're just chasing your tail, just going around doing what they want you to do, as opposed to what you know is going to work. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's like going to the doctor and going, you know what? I know you gave me 20 of those antibiotics, but I'm just going to take one. And see how it works, right? <laughs> that, that is exactly what's going on. But here's the thing is it really takes uh, a lot of leadership for the consultant, for the agency owner, for the for the, the service provider to just really say, you know what? No, taking one antibiotic is not going to work. And if you want to take one antibiotic, go to a different doctor because I can't help you. I don't want to take your money. But here's the thing. The sad reality is, is that a lot of these doctors will just say, are saying, well, you know what? I'm not sure if another person is going to be coming in later today. So I better just take this person's money, even though I know taking one pill is actually going to hurt them. It's not going to help them. It's actually going to create a resistance to the antibiotic. So what's going on is we have an industry full of people being willing to take money when they don't know for sure that they're going to be generating these results. And 
oftentimes, and I know this is, this is pretty controversial because it's really easy to say, well, you know, our clients, they're, they're responsible for their results. And I would question that and say, really, is that true? Hmm. I would say that us as service providers, we are responsible for those results, assuming that we're partnering with someone who has the, the requirements to generate results, the, the results that we can create, and also does what does it as their part of the deal, right? You know, for, for example, for your, your, um, your business, if they don't give you access to the case studies, or if they don't give you access to the clients so you can interview them, if, 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 if you can't, <laughs> if you don't have those pieces, obviously you can't be on the hook to deliver any results, right? <laughs> You'd be surprised uh, that people don't, don't get that. We've had that happen yeah. a couple of times. I'm like, they're like, where's those videos? I'm like, you have to give us names of people and introduce us to them. We, we don't, we can't just cold call people. <laughs> well, and, but, and, and here's, and here's the, the challenge is there, there's a lot of people that are very concerned about making promises or even if they're not making promises, but, but making bold, bold outcome statements and saying, this is what we can do for you in a year, for example, because they're not really clear on what, mm. who, who can generate, who they can generate the best results for their clients. They're not sure why it works and why it doesn't. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I think you were, we were talking about that beforehand. It's like, why are people f- afraid to get these success stories and to sell with them? That's, I mean, that's a very good point. And, you know, is that something, I mean, so you help them t- to then figure that out, figure out figure uh, which part uh, out. Uh, well, figure out how to get those results or, you know, yes. So here's the thing. This has been a bit of a challenge for me because I, I've, I've started two different businesses and I've learned how to create really good results through, you know, that, that story that I share with you, that aha, that, re- that realization that I wasn't creating the level of results that I wanted to, that was a hard realization. And, mm-hmm. um, I, and I wanted to create something bigger, but I didn't have the skills to do it. If I'm being honest at the time, I didn't have the skills to do it. And for me, that was a value conflict issue that I had to solve. So anyway, I, so, so what I'm saying is, is that I have learned how to actually create how to, how to be able to create these kind of results. And I've thought about putting together a course on how to actually just do this piece, but it's not, those aren't clients that we work with. If you can't generate half a million dollar results for your clients, you're just not ready to work with us. You know, we're, we're really working with higher level services where they're already experts in their space, you know, like yourself, you're already an expert. You already know how to generate results. They're not just poking around and saying, well, you know what? I took this course on digital marketing and we run these ads that like, maybe it'll work. <laughs> I'm, so you, so you know what I'm saying? It's like at, at that stage, what they need to be doing, I guess I'll just, I'll just touch on this a little bit, just because just for the benefit of the entire market here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would, I would recommend what I have done. And I built my whole hands off CEO business on this earlier stage. This is how I learned some of this. I have benched my, what I've done is I've done a lot of research interviews and I've done a lot of free consulting. Basically I did that earlier on in this stage of my business. This, this business is now 10 years old and I guess about nine years old, but in the first couple of years, I had to do some of that. I had to do hard work that no one else was willing to do. What mm-hmm. this did was it allowed me in about year three, year four to jump way ahead of all of my competitors because I had skills that they didn't have, even though they were at it decades longer than me. What I really did is I, I, I had a lot of data points. I'm not saying everybody needs to do this. I'm just saying what, that's what I did. And um, most people had, this is how I broke into a new industry and I became a top level expert in it. And, um, you know, created a seven figure company 
doing this and helped a lot, a lot of people on the way. It's, it's really been spectacular to do this, but I think it's being willing to do what it takes to get those results. And I would say that for listening, if you don't have those results yet, who can you do a service for, for really cheap or for free to generate those case studies? There you go. And do that enough times to be able to, and just keep working your way up. You know, obviously don't want to do that forever, but be willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do to be able to have the kind of success that other people will never have. Yeah. And I, and I agree. And I think that's, you know, I see it in the agency world and the consulting world where people are like, here, you're going to get a, you know, the high ticket offer, right? Go out and sell this. And you're going to get a high ticket offer. And they're selling to people that don't have the ability to give the results from that high ticket offer. And we're seeing that a lot. And then it also burns out the rest of their market because there's some people out there that just really have no scruples in selling. But then there's right. the flip side of the people that are, you know, like you're talking about, that are experts that I think, and I know a lot of them too, that are undervaluing themselves. Oh, and, and maybe you're looking, you know, and they hear, oh, half million dollar results. I don't know if I can get that. Who like, who are those people that are under, like, how do I identify to myself that I have the potential yeah. for a half, half million dollar result? I'm just not doing, I'm just, right. there's something missing there. Yeah. So, so one of the, 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 the things that you want to be looking at is just like, it's usually the client type is the, is the biggest thing that you can tweak there. Because here's the thing, let's say that you're a copywriter. I'll just use that example. And you've, you had really good results for this coach that had a $3,000 product, right? And you mm -hmm. help them, you help them double their conversion rate and they sold 20 $3,000 packages. Now, um, doing the math on that really quick, as we're just talking here, what that's 60 K. Yeah. That's what I got too. So 60 K. And so, wow, all this amazing work and it was $60,000. Now let's imagine that it was a $30,000 program and you did the double the conversions. Now you've just added 600,000 to the company. That's a great point. It's finding, finding the right people. Yes. And it might also be that you're going in there and if they're selling a $3,000 package, you could help them if you have the skills to do this, package this into a $20,000 one. And then that right there. So it's, it's, it's oftentimes doing more than just the one thing that you are, you think you're being hired for. Mm, and um, that's a great say, point. No, that's a great point because it's, it's I mean, it, really the best consultants, the best agencies do that, right? They become the trusted advisor in many different levels. Well, you're doing this. You're not just coming in there and videoing case studies. No, what you're doing is you're bringing in an entire strategy, marketing strategy around doing that. And then you're executing it for them. So there's, there's multiple layers to what you're doing that makes it very difficult to compete with. No other video marketing company can compete with what you're doing because of the framework, the strategic framework that you're building. Now, the strategic framework that you're building is also bringing in scale too, because you can train other people on how to do this at an expert level, but you can't do that without the framework that you've built. Yeah. Yeah. And it is building a framework and that's what you help people with, correct? Yes. Yes. That's exactly what we help them with. And you know, something else to add to that too, is that we also look at their other expertise, things that they wouldn't even consider. Oftentimes mm. they're like, well, you know what? I did that in a previous life, but I don't ever want to do that again. But that's the key to the success oftentimes. And let me give you an example of this. So we, I was working with a podcast company, a podcast production company, and they were, their price points were too low. 
And there were so many moving pieces that there wasn't enough profitability to scale this. So the CEO was always stuck in the delivery of this. Mm-hmm. But as I was, as I was going, so during this, this process, our double year retainer process, we go through and we analyze all the different, we, we look at all the, the great things that they have and look at what are the, what are the ingredients that we can play with to add more value to your service? So for her, she used to manage sales teams. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's money right here. So, oh, yeah. so she's like, but I don't ever want to do that again. I'm like, of course you don't want to ever do it again, but what skills and expertise do you have from managing sales teams that you can bring into the podcasting process that's going to be able to generate better sales and better results for your clients? Love it. And there Love was it. all sorts of different ways. And from doing that, we went from Herbie's selling, you know, the, these uh, packages that were all individualized and that were kind of complicated to even to sell. We're looking at, you know, maybe a thousand dollars a month per client, maybe up to, you know, a package that's 30,000 or more. And how long did that take for you to figure that out and work with her on that? It takes us four weeks to figure that out. So, and my next question is, do you have a time machine that go back like eight years and (laughs) (laughs) work with you and save me all the money and heartache of figuring all this stuff out? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but I've got a time machine right now to take you to the next level on top of that. Though. <laughs> but, I'm like, but, oh, yeah, I'm but like, here's the reason why it takes four weeks though, because this is a huge mindset shift. I can actually do this with someone in an hour. I can have them go through the materials and I can look and analyze their stuff and we can come up with the, we can come up with their offer in an hour, but it takes four weeks. And I, we do it in a cohorted process. I have Uh, six people that we do it all together at once because they get ideas off of each other and it helps shift their mindset each through each one, because they don't believe they can, they can be selling million dollar outcomes. It's completely, it does. It's not even possible. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a mindset shifts that happen all the way through so that they can actually see, Oh my gosh, I could, I, 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 I'm not willing to sell this for any less than $120,000. And that's not for everybody. Some people it's like, I'm not willing to sell this any less than $50,000. $50,000 is really where the, the, the low end is. And we want all of our clients to be selling at least $50,000 offers. I mean, and that's four weeks. Four weeks is nothing to do no. to get those kind of results. Well, and I want you to notice something that I just did here too. I'm just going to, I'm just going to out myself a little bit on this. <laughs> so notice what I just did there, that we're not willing to work with someone unless we can help them generate a $50,000 outcome. Mm-hmm. So why do you think that I'm doing that? <laughs> because any less than that, and we're not able to generate the level of ROI that we want to for our clients and it yeah. will, and our services will then feel expensive to them. But if we're looking at at least doubling their price point and having a 50 to a hundred thousand dollar sale, they're going to get an ROI with one sale. Yeah. So it's like, it's looking at how do you be able to position your services and who you're doing your services for so that it's like a no brainer. Yeah, man, it took me like, it honestly took me like seven or eight years to position our services that way. And that's why I'm, it, it, this is such a good shortcut for anyone because mm-hmm. it, when you make it a no brainer and it, everyone can do this. And, and you know what, you made an extra valuable point that I want to go back to. And I learned this from Scott Adams, who, you know, the Dilbert guy, but he wrote a great book, How to Fail at Everything and Succeed. I think that oh, was the name of it. it. It's a great book, but I, the biggest takeaway, and there's so much good stuff in there. And I'm not a big fan of his politics and he's kind of out there, but so much, one of those best things in there is that 
he was not that great at drawing. He was not that great at comedy. He was not that great at business, but he put the three of those together and became super, super successful. And I think this comes back to, even comes back to your point of the success map. And this is what I learned when we started Authentic Web was so many of your businesses out there think that, oh, we're just like every other business. You're not, everyone does something slightly different and bringing those two or three different things together really can make your value proposition so much different. And the way you explain that to people is through story. Like, hey, it's more than podcasting. It's podcasting, but I've got a sales. I'm going to show you how to sell with the podcast, right? And I I think that coming to what you're seeing here is amazing. And you've simplified it, really simplified it. But when you help people find those things, you become like, it's a blue ocean strategy, right? Because there's no one that's going to bring those two or three things together. That's exactly right. You hit the nail on the head. And it's when you have like the two pieces or the three pieces, I really, I look at the trifecta. I want to see what are those three place places in our company? It's sales, marketing, and operations. The three, there's no one doing that. No one doing that for the specific niche that we're serving around um, B2B services and, and consultants. So when you do that, you really become a category of one. And I love mm-hmm. what you're saying about having the video to actually, sh- to tell the story of that, to back up your claims, to be able to show people the real value and what what could be possible for them. Yeah. And that's what I found too, is because when I, when we do case stories, when we do the interviews, so there's value sometimes that you don't realize you have. And it's sometimes, I don't know if, if you found this too, yeah. that like there's a hidden value because we're so, and, and I find this actually happens in the people that are the most expert at something because they're living on the margin of getting better, that they miss something that they do that's really, really good, but to them is so, so easy. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and, and then you find that piece and then you identify it. And what I love too is, you know, the milestone aspect, you know, Joey Coleman too said, you know, 5% increase in customer satisfaction increases your profits 25 to 100%. And, you know, having, selling to people along the milestones is just as important as getting them into the first one, isn't it? You mean selling them through your process that they are? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing is, is that, you know, one of the biggest challenges that we run into with our service is that, you know, like there's a mindset shift with it, right? They have to Mm -hmm. want to do it. And just going and paying the money does not necessarily mean that they're fully committed to go all the way through. And that's where client selection comes in, of course, the number one piece, but you've got to be selling them all the way through the process, selling them on why, especially when they're, they're, they're hitting like a low point and, and they're in the implementation stage where it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And if, if you don't help them see, this is what you're going to get out of it. Oh, if, if you, if you go through this piece with your operations manager here, they're going to be able to cut 20 hours off of your week. If you don't tell them that you say, just go through this thing. They're just like, well, I don't have time. Right. But if yeah. you say, this is. If, if they said, if you, if you tell them that three weeks from now, you're going to be working 20 hours less then like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this. Yeah. I will invest three hours to do this. And, and even if they've sold and bought from you, they still need to see someone else and, and still have that belief of seeing someone else. I think, because it's like, it's like losing weight, right? You lose that first five pounds, but then you see the extra 15 pounds and you're like, I, yeah, sure. You, your person that's up there, you're all ripped telling me to do this stuff. I, I don't know if I can do it. That's one of the reasons why we added in a tribe element about five years ago to our service. And the reason why is because hearing the stories from people constantly, their wins, and it it reinforces to them that yes, 
I can do this. And also hearing their challenges and they're like, oh yeah, okay, I'm normal. Yeah. And, and being within that, that container, it, it gives you so much faith to be continuing. I just, I'm so excited to talk to you about this because it's what you're doing is every business needs. Every business needs, I think. If you're, unless you are selling widgets, you need this success roadmap and you need to have this framework to take people through. And like, I, I mean, I've mentioned it to you before, but I mentioned, you know, the process is, if you put a process tab on your website, it's going to be the second or third most clicked on thing because people, every process is different. I've, you know, I'm just going to go on a little tangent. I've worked with attorneys for almost 15 years. I had an accident claim and I've, not only have I worked with attorneys, I've done all of those interviews with attorneys and learned everything about hundreds of attorneys' businesses. When I had an accident and I needed to work with an attorney, I didn't know their process and it got confusing. Yeah. It got frustrating and, it, you know, it made me not like them, even like I ended up getting a good result because there was that dip, but right. there wasn't a clear process. So what you're doing is exactly. so, so important. And so how do I work with you? How, do, how does someone decide, like, what are... The, the criteria it says you know what yeah i need to go to hands-off ceo yeah so like i was saying we, we work with service companies that service b2b companies and that that are um that have results so they they're experts they they have already gone through the earlier stages of their company and they're really they're ready to scale a multi-million dollar company that can run without them they have that vision for it so um what they would do is, is that they come to one of our briefings. Actually, if you if you if you go to sign up for um, hands off CEO, if you go to handsoffceo.com forward slash roadmap, you download that the ultimate roadmap to scaling your business. On that thank you page, it's going to give you an opportunity to actually sign up for our one of our next executive briefings. And this executive briefing, we have like under ten people in there at a time. I then we close it down. I keep it really small so that I can interact with each person there, and we really walk you through the whole process for what it looks like to scale a multi-million dollar company that can run without you. And, you know, how do you be able to increase those profit margins so that you can hire the people to be able to run your company so that you can focus on growth? So how do you be able to really scale your company with, while working less? So that's what that ex, the, the 100K a month and beyond executive briefing goes over. So if you go to the handsoffceo.com forward slash roadmap, it'll take you there. You'll have an opportunity to sign up for one. And it, and it has actually currently it's it's complimentary it is free. nice and if you're watching this on youtube it's going to be linked below and okay. if you are listening to the podcast you click on the show notes boom there'll be a little link there and if you got this in the email it'll be an email link or you can go the route of typing it all in uh <laughs> <laughs> um but this has been awesome andy so i've got one last question for you you know and i didn't prepare you for this and i am sorry but this season, we're really concentrating on marketing stories, funny marketing stories, crazy marketing stories, marketing stories where you absolutely fell on your face, marketing Ooh. stories where you at, you won, or marketing stories that aren't even your marketing stories, but you oh, know. Oh, I definitely have one. Is that what you're asking me if I have yes. one? I have lots, first of all. And, and you know, the, the uh, just got to fail enough times to be successful. That, that's like, I'm the poster child of that. I've failed <laughs> so much and, and I, I wear it with the badge of honor. But there was one presentation that I was invited to do, and I had the guy who introduced me actually introduced me and said, you know what, Mandy's not that great of a public speaker. <laughs> and I'm like, is that seriously how you just introduced me before I came on your stage? Is this just, <laughs> did that just happen? <laughs> so, um, and I, I proceeded to 
say, well, you know what, you're right. I am actually not the most polished speaker. What I could choose to do is focus on doing more years of Toastmasters. I could focus on going and becoming this perfect public speaker, or I could focus on becoming totally badass at what I do. And that's what I chose to focus on instead. That presentation, I had I made more money on that presentation than I'd ever had on any presentation before. And um, one of the clients that I brought in actually is still, it's a legacy client now. He's been a client on for about five years now. So um, there's there's my my fall in the face story. Does that uh, does that work? Yeah, well, that's amazing. That's, a, that's I mean, and, then, and you turn it around. I love it. I love it. Well, Mandy, thank you so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. I really appreciate it. Been such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Ian, for having me. And make sure to go check off handsoffceo.com. Go find at you know forward slash roadmap. You can get that roadmap. And Mandy, where should we follow you? LinkedIn. Where's the best place to yes, follow? Yes, LinkedIn you? is the best place to follow me. You can look up Mandy Ellison, Mandy with an I. And and we'll um, have that, that link there down below too. Yes. And also, All right. and, and don't spam her. Don't spam her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you all for listening to Mandy and I and take us on your journey. This has been Ian Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 